Because I'm like, yo, there's this website like fucking stealing people's credit cards and shit. Like they just scam me for all this money. Like what fuck the these dudes. Like fuck? I was pissed, you know. So I fucking called my boy at the CIA. I'm like, oh, what's, oh, I'm like, what's good? I'm like, I'm like, let's get these fuckers. Just find something that you like and fucking go for it and put all your energy into it. If you really do that, then you're gonna fucking figure it out. You wanna find a problem that all of us have and you wanna find a way to solve that problem. Two hours and less than $200, you're fucking in business running off Boom. of your fucking phone. Everybody wants to be a boss. Cool, it's okay to not be a boss. It's, exactly. it's okay exactly. to be Robin, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, you don't have to be fucking Batman, exactly. you know? Like, sometimes Robin will say Batman, you know what I mean? <laughs> Don't get it twisted though, we're definitely gonna be smoking weed. <laughs> <sighs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Doobie Talk podcast. We're here, we're gonna smoke some fucking weed and talk about some shit. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. This thing's still on. Oh, first things first. That's our new toy, yeah. So if y'all are wondering what this fine device may be, it's this our is Space Age contraption. It's pretty fucking dope. This was set to us from the future. <laughs> this is the uh, Boundless Vapes CFX Vape. Uh, friends at Boundless sent this over. And it's a dry herb and concentrate vape. Um, for you guys that are watching this on YouTube, you guys can see this shit. For you guys who aren't, check them out on Instagram, Boundless Vapes. And see what we're using. But... um it's pretty fucking dope. It tastes yeah. really good. Nice little uh, vape rips during the episode here. So, uh, yeah, I don't really know what the fuck we're going to talk about today, but we'll see what we uh, get into as young Derek rolls up some of this train wreck we got here. We were going to have um, a really special guest, but fucking Wiz Khalifa canceled on us, so we're yeah. just going to fucking smoke us two. And, you uh, know. Can't win them all. We'll get them here. I know we've been meaning to link up with him, but we're just so busy. I we know. just can't. Our really schedule is just tough, man. Yeah, his schedule is whatever, but we're fucking. Just we're just really busy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we don't. Whatever. We're some bullshit. This episode, um, just share with you guys some news. High rise news. High rise TV news. What we got? Mr. Eric Coffee news. I don't have any news. We got some that. news. You got some Ollie North back tail Ollie North. Ooh. I forgot you did that. That one was sick. I, I had like, to go through the hard drive yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I never post on my Instagram ever. So let's, I got terabytes of shit. Let's throw it up. Throw it up. Throw it up. Throw it but, up. Uh, so yeah, what do we got going on? So, so good news in the high rise TV land is uh, going to have a little partnership with Leafly. Yeah, we're fucking stoked on that. So Leafly reached out to us maybe what, like a week ago, week and a half ago, and basically, <clears throat> need a lighter. Yeah, I was a little poker. Basically, Leafly is killing it, and they're launching their influencer program to basically work with YouTube channels and weed tubers and other people in the weed industry that have followings and whatnot. And uh, our good friend Silence Hippie. If you haven't heard her or seen her, you should check out her channel too. She has a big 420 YouTube channel. It's pretty dope. But she worked, she's she been doing a lot of stuff with them, like traveling the country, doing all these crazy events and appearances and all kinds of stuff. So anyways, uh, Mackenzie and her kind of talk a couple times a week. And she mentioned us to Leafly and they reached out and they want to 
include us in their new influencer program. So basically Leafly is going to be handling all of our brand deals and sponsorships for the channel and um, really just plugging us in with a lot more brands and companies and flowers and concentrates and vape pens and bongs and weed and all kinds of shit. It's sick. <laughs> so we're stoked to have kind of finally have a partnership um, with someone as established as Leafly. So should be fucking good things coming from that. So we're yeah, excited. It's great because that's one thing that we're lacking down here is is like our networking because we're stuck yeah. in the studio. You guys fucking watch our stuff or if you guys follow us, you see that everything we do is in this goddamn room. We're in this warehouse because not only are we running this business, but we're running a handful of other businesses. So our time is spread so thin. We don't have time to get out there and go to all these events and fucking shake hands and be around people. So, I mean, we, what we like doing is creating. So, but we're all busy doing We're just so always in here. We never have time so to fucking go anywhere. Yeah. If, yeah. If like this partnership with Leafly and they can introduce you know we can work with all these other companies and help create for other people and stuff like it's great because we're stuck in this fucking office yeah no, <laughs> and so then that's gonna bring it to us which is gonna be rad and then eventually that'll free our time up so that we can go do all this shit yeah exactly so that'll be exciting and that's some fucking good news if you guys don't know what Leafly is it's basically like fucking like Wikipedia for weed it's like a yellow pages for weed like you're trying to learn about weed as far as like what this different strains do and what their effects are and what their medical benefits are and um stuff like that or what if you're trying to find a local dispensary or if you're just really trying to learn about weed and all the great things that come along with yeah. it <laughs> it's yeah. a very like professional and clean website and just straight to the point no bullshit they just tell you fucking valuable shit so it's dope. They're fucking killing it. We're excited. Hopefully, you'll see some cool things coming in the channel shortly with this announcement. Yeah. <laughs> great. Get a bigger budget to go do some more fun stuff, too. They're already talking about getting, uh, if you guys are familiar with Strain Central and then Silence Tippy, who I mentioned earlier, but they're like two other huge uh, weed tubers, and they're flying them to California, so they want to link us up with them. So that'll be cool to link up with you know some other weed tubers uh doing their thing that'd be great yeah so that'll be good that'll be exciting so we're stoked on that shout out to leafly thank you and um what uh what else oh we had another big page reach out to us we had uh, the herb network if you guys aren't <clears throat> familiar with them check them out it's just h-e-r-b they have like a huge fucking following on facebook instagram whatever but they're like stuck on our content and they want to sh start sharing and posting it to their millions of followers and whatnot. So that'll be cool. So people are finally starting to kind of yeah, see some cool. of the stuff we're putting out and it's pretty rad. So now it's time to keep cranking out the yeah, fucking now shit. It's, doing it. Now it's time to actually, <laughs> step I mean, it up. Yep. we've been doing this shit for ourselves for so long. Now it's time to like, cool. Let's fucking collab. Let's do it for other people. Let's fucking bring attention to other people's products and brands or whatever yeah um and then what else yeah so like something we're making not making changes but some of the shit i guess we're gonna start trying to like share some more stuff with you guys of what we're doing with high rise and high rise tv just so if you guys have followed the channel and you enjoy it you guys can come here and kind of get some backstory and um, get a little foreshadowing of what's going to happen in the future. See of, what's going on. And yeah, like, so we'd be able to, like, drop some shit here, and then you'll be able to see something come to fruition in a couple weeks. 
Um, but something I want to work on, we're talking about this week is I want to start implementing. We always talk about our social media strategies on the podcast, but um, we want to start implementing more daily like content onto the High Rise Co. feed. Um, kind of like what we've been doing the story, but kind of incorporate it more to the feed. So it's not just like photos of hats and clothes and fucking it's, joints. It's and, not just all fucking product shots, just $10 hats and $20. It's just like always just like, bam, 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 bam. So we're trying to like throw some life into it. So it's not just so fucking yeah. cookie cutter and shit, day to day shit. Just basically try to tell at least one thing that's going on during the day and yeah. just kind of showcase that. So that'll be something that'll be cool. You can kind of start, telling the story and because we have kind of an interesting story here we have a lot of things going on and a lot of people involved and i don't know it's just kind of cool when people don't really realize like all the inner workings of it so that'll be cool to kind of showcase and we have a lot of characters here the that's what i'm trying too, to say so. yeah like a lot of a lot of interesting yeah. uh, personalities here so it'll be like kind of maybe just recording sessions smoking sessions throughout the day or whatever somebody's in the embroidery machine fucking with them or going to see mac and amanda and shipping and go fuck with them or nelson or whatever so that's something we also want to incorporate onto the youtube channel is like monthly montages of just kind of all that shit that we're going to put onto our feed and then we're going to just chop it up into a montage and you're going to get to see like a little two or like three kind of july whatever yeah. recap or something similar to kind of see little like 30 to 60 second snippets of like what we got going on in the office and who works here and who comes into the the studio and fucks around and the type of dumb shit that we roll and all the ignorant stuff that we do <laughs> yeah that's for sure so um that's some shit we're going to incorporate and that kind of goes along with what we've been talking about like on the last podcast about not overproducing shit just, yeah exactly just the authenticity of what we're doing here and just keeping it real and not yeah. trying to make it too crazy and overproduced that's where we see a lot of people fuck up yeah <laughs> when they're trying to relate with their audience but they're just missing the mark by a ton <laughs> yeah which it's like the the pyramid or the the strategy with that is the um the what i guess they call in what the industry hero content right we're like yeah so basically there's like a pyramid of like suggested content that you should post on youtube to get the best results and what it's hero content daily content it so just goes down to yeah there's like it, three or four main pillars of it yeah that, that little printout was sick we used to have i still have it somewhere but yeah it's just like your daily content that you put out every day and you're not going to spend a lot of time doing it and it's like telling your story and then you have shit that you sprinkle in a little bit more and towards that the top of the pyramid you have your hero content which you're basically building your community to drop to drop these crazy videos that those are the ones that hopefully go viral yeah like like for us we did like a world record hot box and we fucking hot box like 300 grams of wax and we did this crazy video and uploaded it on 420 and that would be considered hero content mm -hmm. we tried to make this crazy wild video and it ended up it went viral on a couple other pages and we didn't get credit for it which is kind of a recurring theme here at the high rise yeah. <laughs> but yeah what it got a couple million on facebook on two different accounts and then it got a good amount of views on mm -hmm. youtube but so that'd be like an example of like hero content. So we've tried to do a couple of those. We try to do them like every couple months or something like that. Just try to do like a really cool, crazy yeah. upload, edit type of thing. But definitely not trying to do that shit like every day because it's just 
people don't want to see that <laughs> they want to see it every now and then mm-hmm. but they want to see what you're doing and what you're up to and mm-hmm. what you're going through and your trials and tribulations and just more relatable shit that people can fucking relate to that's what separates <laughs> you from the big corporate brand exactly yeah like you don't know what the big corporate brand is doing they're just paying this one person to fucking post that that's not realistically that's like the heartbeat of your brand is the person that's telling the story of social media is the heartbeat of your brand that's a draymond green of your company yeah you know like he's out there fucking connecting the people he's the hourglass Mm -hmm. so that's like very important obviously and you know with you and high rise it's like that's you're gonna fucking run high rise that's like your baby like that's and that's how it's supposed to be yeah you know and it's kind of yeah getting the point where like i do the high rise tv account and it's Mm -hmm. like we have separate themes there but it's like cool i'm fucking building up this cohesive page you're building up that cohesive page and (laughs) like it that's when it gets hard if you're gonna have like a bunch of people running one page if they're not all on the same shit's gonna kind of get confused and all over the place and not consistent (laughs) or whatever yeah that's for sure but if you can find a way to do that shit because like yeah if you have like a two girls page and like mac and joya were running that or something like that and it'd just be two completely different yeah like types of content i guess yeah there's a way that that would work you know it was like some fucking 17 year old kids that would like know how to make that work yeah but for real (laughs) but yeah the power of that shit the power of social media. the power of social media as i'm about (laughs) to turn this boundless vapes cfx clickety click just crazy electronics and we're going in celsius celsius because we're fucking cultured (laughs) pulling you celsius because i've been to europe before (laughs) i couldn't tell you anything about celsius that's for me neither (laughs) but i guess 200 is like the same as 405 fahrenheit because that's what the that's i learned that smoking temperature that's what i learned from boundless vapes The conversion from 200 Celsius to 405 Fahrenheit. <laughs> so let's see what else we got going on. Just listening to that interesting podcast on the way home from my second job. <laughs> and basically this lady was just kind of talking about how she built her real estate empire. And it was really interesting because this lady was already like killing it. She's already making like 300 grand a year being like a financial advisor she's doing well and then uh she kept seeing shit about real estate and whatever and she signed up for the robert kiyosaki i think that's how you say it rich dad poor dad gentleman yeah group or whatever that's the dude that wrote rich dad poor dad which is like the best fucking selling business book like ever of all time or some shit it's like top five so good but anyways she took that fool's fucking course and basically he just put her on deck (laughs) and like basically just like taught her how to like do real estate without using her own money type of shit so like just getting investors and using their money to do the down payment and the fix-ups and the whatever and flip the house and basically she was like yeah we would just work out these deals where we wouldn't take any money until the investor was paid back in full and then after that we would just cash out and we just paid them like a principal of like whatever so like they'd give us 500 grand and they'd take like 200 on top so we'd pay them back 700 and then we'd make 1.4 or some shit like that type of deal exactly what you did in that book and then she's like people fucking always get it twisted like people that don't have money or that are trying to get money and they're going after investors the wrong way and they're going after investors like i don't have any money but give me your money so i could build this fucking 10-year plan even though i haven't done shit 
and it's like that's not the right way to you need to like pitch it a certain way and she's just saying how you need to be like just not pitch it like that <laughs> like you need to show them like a, some kind of plan and what your plan of action is and why you're not using like for her she's like um i need 1.2 million like i'll put in 200 to fix up the house i already have all these properties like my cash is tied up like and all these properties that's why i don't have the cash flow to get this house I have all these profitable, like just showing him that she knows what she's doing. Security. Exactly. Security. Exactly. Because you're going to go ask someone for a million dollars. Like they're going to want to know what the fuck you're doing with mm-hmm. it and how you're going to do it. And they have a motherfucking PowerPoint. And they're not going to give it to some Joe Schmo who's not doing shit. Whereas yeah. as opposed to this lady's like hustling and like doing shit. She just doesn't have the money exactly liquid. Yeah. So I don't know. It was just like an interesting podcast I was listening to. I didn't quite get through it. But basically she built this shit up to 47 million goddamn dollars. And she's not stopping anytime soon. And where one more thing where the flip switched was they did about twelve house deals in a year. They did like one like one a month pretty much for a year. And then one of their investor friends was like, Yo, you need to do like you need to fucking cop an apartment complex. Like what the fuck are you doing? You know? Mm-hmm. And then so he's like, I got this twenty four or thirty six unit apartment complex. Like it's within your guys' budget if you get this investment, blah 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 blah. And then so she goes, gets the proposal, takes it to her investor, and is like, yeah, I have this fucking opportunity. Do you want to back it? And since she already flipped 12 houses that whole year successfully, every one, he's like, fuck yeah, I got you. Boom. So then that, and that's like what really took it off because it was like going from houses to like where you're making, she's making like a G a month off each house. And then now you're doing apartments, she's making like 500 to a G per apartment or whatever it is. like Make 20 to 40 Gs a month. Yeah. So she is just... And that's what I just learned from my homie who's looking to buy a fucking um, apartment complex. He's like, you're buying the land essentially. So like, yeah. So it's like he's looking to buy a like a complex that has like six or eight units or so. Mm -hmm. But he could buy a. How much is it? It's like a little under a million. Yeah, I think it's like somewhere between like seven to nine or something like that. But it's like you could get a like a duplex or a fourplex or like a house with like a a certain size lot because you're paying for the like especially in long beach or wherever you know like you're paying for the plot of land yeah so like pay for a four buy a fourplex and then it's like only a couple hundred g's more to buy like a sixplex mm-hmm. or a two you know a duplex to a sixplex it's like only like two hundred thousand dollar difference yeah but then you're gonna be able to rent out four more units a month you know yeah. to bring that money back in so it's like you're already going that far you might as well just you're gonna spend seven hundred thousand dollars you might as well, might as well 50 to just get four other units you know yeah um and then there's like and that's the thing about real the real estate game, which we know nothing about. But there's certain things like my friend that's going to do that. He's going to get this the certain type of property to where you live in it for two years. But you, you know you have to live in it for two years or whatever before you can like rent it or sell it. I guess in yeah. certain places, but or for certain properties. But then you can also when you rent out the other five units, there's something to where you can put like X amount of money towards your income or your taxes every month. So, it's like a deduction or something. Yeah, exactly. So it's like little things like that, getting like the sixplex versus like the twoplex or the duplex or the fourplex or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the, the game is crazy, you know? Yeah. If you can figure out that fucking real estate game, like in that book, same thing. He says he like bought a property in fucking Arizona or something like that, and he just borrowed like two grand from somebody. Yeah. And then he gave them... Turned that into like a billion. Yeah, and then he got the apartment complex and he flipped and he got the duplex then he got the sixplex then he got the fucking 12... Then he got this and the next... And then the next thing you know he fucking cashed out and like bought himself a Porsche and 
all he had to do is just borrow two grand, <laughs> yeah. two grand, and pay the dude back like two or four hundred bucks on the yeah. investment. Dude, so. did you ever see that show? I think it was called Flipper. No, it definitely wasn't called Flipper. <laughs> that was a movie. Yeah, I think I saw that For one. For sure, it was not called Flipper. Flipping dolphins. It was called something Flip, like fucking whatever, man. I don't even know. The gist of the show was these people, these nice gentlemen, would start at like a garage sale, a thrift store, whatever. Or they No, not even. They would give them an item. They'd be like, here's a fucking record player here's a goddamn cd player here's a fucking set of golf clubs some item that's like fifty dollars to hundred dollars and then they have to flip that into as much as they can so these dudes are fucking i don't know if this was scripted or not because now that i found out that storage wars was all scripted and all that shit it's like who knows but anyways like these dudes are really like cool. okay cool i got a fifty dollar cd player i'm gonna they go on like craigslist forums like ebay what the fuck ever cool i got a fifty dollar cd player all right, I'm going to flip that for a, a $250 lawnmower. I'm going to flip the lawnmower for a $500 fucking autographed set of baseball cards. I'm going to flip that for 2500 because this fool didn't know what he was doing. Like, yeah. whatever. And these dudes literally go from, like, whatever to, like, jet skis and cars and shit. Like, flipping $50 items to getting, like, SUVs and, That's like, real shit. jet skis and fucking ATVs and, like just crazy shit and it's just like damn that's fucking crazy and it's just like let's do it let's give away some shit in the, the warehouse flip, dude see how much somebody can make off of it i know we have so much fucking shit laying around that's just i always think about that too like we have no time to fucking monetize it but if we were to just walk around our warehouse there's just money laying around everywhere everywhere just, just fucking there's like fucking, fucking twelve hundred dollars on that rack there's like two g's in that drawer there's like fu- like you know what i mean just everywhere it's so funny because that's how me and you both think i know nobody like, else, yeah. my whole fucking life has been like that yeah. like how do i get gas money to go skate exactly how do i get money Hustling, to get new tapes dude. how yep. do i da, 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 da. yeah it's like we could have gone and like stole shit or because it makes fun of me to this day because like i'll go to the liquor store and i'll fucking buy a drink but i'll use change in my cup holder and i'm just like hold on and i'm like get it you know what i mean she's like what the fuck are you doing and i'm like i'm fucking buying a soda like you go waste your you know what i mean like I've always been like that, though. I know always. you've been like that, too. Always. Yeah, I remember I used to have all that change in my drawer yep. and shit back in the day. Yep. <laughs> the change, dude. I'd have it all. Like, I'd have, like, bags. I'd, I'd collect it all for a year, dude. I used to yep. use every year. I'd just collect all my change. So, like, I probably learned this from my dad because he would always just have change laying around. But I would just fucking always just, like, empty my pockets at the end of the day and just throw it in the shit and throw yeah. it in the thing. And, just and like I would fucking... just, every December, I would cash out. Yeah. Just, you got like a couple hundred bucks yeah. last year and then maybe. even like last year it was like maybe it was like a hundred or two years ago, it was like a hundred bucks and like me and jen tried to go to like the casino or some shit like that like yeah. fuck it or buy gas to go to fucking sf or like yeah. whatever you know like do some shit i have like a change fund that's been accumulating it's probably around the 50 dollar range at this point yeah. maybe like 60 at the most but i'm just gonna let that shit build up for like i don't know another whatever i don't even care and then i'm just gonna go to the um i'm just gonna bet all of it on one fight yeah just like whatever and then like if i win cool i got gambling money if i lose i don't give a shit Dude, i need to get on the app so what on oh the DraftKings. i know okay so here's something to talk about fucking conor mcgregor bet 1.4 million on himself and what's the odds he's he's probably five or six to one or some shit or oh four to one God. probably between four and six to one it's, it's like so think about sick. it cool you can't lose like cool you lose you lose a fight, whatever, dude. Cool, take that 1.4 off my 100. Who gives a fuck? 100. You're fucking stupid, Rich, at that 100. point. That's 
fuck you money. That's like real fuck you money. Like that fool could go do whatever the fuck he wants for the rest of his life and be comfortable. A hundred. Plus whatever he had before that, you know. He's probably like a hundred. Plus whatever he's gonna make after that, you know. It's just like, but yeah, he paid one point four million on himself. It's such like a crazy. And he's telling all his friends and family to bet on him. He's like, if you want to fucking cash out off my back, like now's the chance. Like blah blah blah. He's that confident. Oh my we'll God. see if he does it everything shit their fucking pants dude i hope he does i hope he does just to see what he says because <laughs> like what do you say after that you know like he's no. just gonna come out on a cross and just be like i am jesus like, dude i am god he's he's gonna be so humble you know what i mean or he, he just switches the foot switches the fucking script like yeah. just comes in like a mormon dude or something just like all, all respectful yeah, and exactly. like <laughs> dude so that'll be that shit's coming up quick. August it's in like three weeks. That's this month. Yeah. That's coming up real quick. We need to that. get something for that. Do something. Something good. Yeah, that'll be dope. Um, but yeah. Fucking. Let's roll up some more train wreck. I'm fucking high, guys. Yeah, I know that vape fucking. I like the, the high of a vape. It gives you like a more of a body high. It does. It's like nice. I didn't even smoke all day. And then I was like sitting in traffic on the way here and I hit fucking all I had was the Zeki presidential OG. I, like pack a little bowl of that or like twice i'm just like <laughs> just like going so slow in traffic like and it's like the first kind of smoke yeah of, like, first smoke much. of the day so i'm just like super lit fucking crazy yep what did we smoke that leaf earlier i smoked this shitty fucking hundred dollar bill paper joint with jake before you got here so i'm already like the empire <laughs> the empire dude it like it's, when you light the end of it it just smells like computer paper <laughs> They're just printing it out on fucking. <laughs> just like Rick Ross at home, just printing. <laughs> They're just printing money. That's <laughs> how he's so rich. It's all fake. Who knows? Wingstop, baby. Franchise. I think I talked about this on the podcast before, but I had to watch this movie documentary again. The one about McDonald's. Yeah. I think I talked about I might have talked about it on the podcast before. I don't know. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, um, but it's fucking crazy. I watched that shit again last night. Oh, uh, about, yeah, how they the dude Have you watched it game like 1% and da 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 No. So, like, just a quick summary since I talked about it. Synopsis. But, like, basically, these two brothers started come up with everything. The system, the process, the fucking logo, the everything. Everything. And then this fool comes in with the idea of, like, how, okay, like, cool, you guys have the best idea ever. Why aren't we franchising this? They're reluctant. They're, like, very wholesome by the book. Like, do nothing wrong. Like, everything very uptight, you know? Like, and this dude's just a hustler. And he's just like, let's get it, you know? Like, what are we doing? So they're, like, reluctant to partner with him or whatever. So basically, he talks him into it. He he gets, like, some small percentage. And his role is to franchise it, pretty much. So he just starts opening franchises like a motherfucker. He opens, like, fucking a grip. And then they're just like, what the hell? Like... And it just gets progressively worse. He just starts cutting costs, like replacing the milkshakes with powdered milkshakes because it saves him on refrigeration costs and on ice cream and all this shit. So he saves the franchisees like all this fucking money by doing that. And it tastes like he's just doing all these little smart business moves and shit. But it's like not ethical to what the brothers like envisioned, you know? Of course. And but he's like, yo, are you trying to make money? Are you trying to fucking sell fucking hamburgers in Idaho and fucking be broke, you know? So they're like kind of like just conflicting back and forth. And then. Basically, it gets to the point where he has, like, fucking 50 of these franchises, but he has no money because it's all tied up in the properties. And he's trying to get a loan from the bank, and they're like, no. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, I have the most successful restaurant right now in the world. Like, we have 50 – and they're like, cool, where's the money? Like, you need liquid assets. Like, 
we're not just gonna fucking loan you money or whatever so he's like all pissed he's like fuck you he leaves and as he's leaving one of the other bank teller dudes like overheard him he follows him outside and he's like hey i think i could help you with your problem he's like let's meet so they go and meet and this dude's like look you're in the wrong you're in the wrong business man like like what do you do like, he's like i'm a restaurant like well he's like no he's like you're in the fucking real estate business he's like if you want to make money he's like you own the land he's like so you buy the land so all these franchises that you're opening they have to buy the land off you and they pay the fucking lease to you every month so you have guaranteed fucking money every month from that yep. plus you're getting the franchise on top whatever so he's like he's like you need to be doing that wait he's so okay so i knew that so like this motherfucker was he doing like his own separate so real estate was he too. doing his own separate real estate thing or was or was it like mcdonald's so real that's estate? what i'm about to get to right now so Holy basically shit. So i never i thought mcdonald's was like buying the real estate this whole time no so this oh, is crazy shit. so the brother it's these two brothers mac and dick donald or some shit some name like that it's like some along those lines and um so it's their company dick donald this dude has like a small equity like 10 percent or five percent or something very small he's getting like one percent of all the sales of all the franchise locations but he's not making money he's breaking even so that's why he's at the bank trying to get money because he's breaking even and all the money's in the fucking tied up so the finance guy's like this is how you fucking create cash like just a smart money guy you know yeah. this is how you create cash flow this is how you create fucking like blah 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 so he's like you're right blah 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 so then he presents it to the brothers and they're like no we don't want to do this it's not right just fucking not down so he's like, okay. And he's, at this point, he's pretty much at the point where he's just like, I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want type of shit. Like, even like with the milkshakes, they called him and they're like freaking. He's just like, I don't care. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Like, you guys don't have to have it. Everybody else has it. Like, what are you going to do? Like, just going against them, like yeah. not giving a fuck. And then, so he starts, so then he partners with this new bank teller guy. They start the McDonald's Corporation. So with fucking. The bank teller. So they started the McDonald's Corporation. Before that, it was just McDonald's, or it was just whatever the hamburger restaurant was called. So then, the McDonald's Corporation is the real estate company. So what they do is start fucking getting, opening all these franchises and buying all this land. He gets all these investors to buy all this land up, start opening all these fucking locations, and then basically, um, he tells the fucking brothers, like, all right, like, I'm gonna fucking buy you out pretty much, and, um, they're just like you can't be doing this like what are you doing this is our company like or no they hit they hit them up because they get a letter with the mcdonald's corporation uh letter with that as oh, a logo and they're like what the fuck is the mcdonald's corporation and they call him like you can't do this it conflicts blah 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 and he's like no he's like i'm the mcdonald's corporation he's like i'm the real estate company i have nothing to do with the restaurant like on some crazy like loophole shit and then so they're like you can't do this we're gonna sue you and he's like yeah you probably will sue me he's like but I have enough money to beat you in court costs. Because at this point, he has all these investors. Yeah. He has all this land, all this shit. So he's like, cool, sue me, and I'll, I'll beat you in court. I guarantee it. I have more money than you, you know? So he just challenges them. He's like, fucking sue me. So then they know that he's right. They know that they're fucked because this dude has the upper hand now. So basically, whatever, dude, like, fucking faints. Like, has a stroke. I don't know if he's a stroke, but he, like, fucking passes out and shit and goes to the hospital dudes. yeah he's back or dick or whatever yeah so like they hang up on the phone he's just like fucking sue me and then uh he's like you're fucking blah 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 and he's like no he's like i'm a fucking businessman he's like look he's like if my competitor was uh he's like if my competitor was drowning i'd put a hose in his mouth 
and then he's like could you say the same thing and he's like no i couldn't like and i don't want to say the same thing and he's like exactly he's like so shut up or some shit so shut up. and then he's like sue me or some crazy shit and then so he faints goes to the hospital and then the fucking homie visits him in the hospital with a blank check and he's just like here let's talk when you're feeling better and just drops a blank check like two weeks later the brothers call him that we want 2.7 million plus 10 percent commission or two percent commission or something so he's like all right like whatever so the lawyers start negotiating and then basically he's like, I'll give you the 2.7 million. He's like the royalty. He's like, I can't put it in writing, but you have my handshake on it that I'll pay you it because some whatever bullshit. So they're like, he's like, don't worry, you'll get your blah, blah, blah. So of course he cashes him out the 2.7 and then he like runs into him afterwards. And the dude's just like, like just like so mad and upset. He's just like, you, like you used us and we're just these poor people. And he's just like, do you have a $1.7 million check in your pocket right now? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, exactly. He's, you know what I mean? It's like, cool. You could be broke and make five grand a month selling hamburgers like your whole your life, or I just fucking put you on, you know? So what are you gonna do that one point seven now? Like, go do some, go fucking make five hundred million off this. Dude, shit. exactly. So it was just fucking crazy. This dude literally just came and took their company out from under him and just did it all like, just crazy. Just had a better fucking, whatever sales strategy distribution. I don't know. But I, dude, I don't know. It was just a su- it's a super super interesting fucking. It's, movie. it's just crazy. It's, it's called fun. Founder. That's fucking nuts. How crazy is that? So that's know, how McDonald's I, is fucking. Founded. I didn't know that that dude went and like started the separate. I thought like McDonald's was do like he took McDonald's and did the real estate and but whatever. It's all the same shit. Yeah. But like, crazier story. Yeah. Wow, that's fucking nuts. Right. And that's so now nuts. fast forward till today, McDonald's is the biggest real estate holder in the world. They own all the most expensive real estate locations, like Times Square, London, yep. blah, 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 like everywhere. Moscow, dude. When I was in Russia and back like 10 years ago or whatever for that, that trip, they were saying that w- that was like the, we were in somewhere downtown Moscow or whatever. And they're like, oh, that's like the first McDonald's that opened in Russia. And they're like, yeah, I mean, Putin was kicking it red square. <laughs> he's like, they're like, yeah, Putin was telling me. He's like, yeah, that's the, he's like, that was the first. <laughs> I'm not gonna do a fucking Russian accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it just comes out Conor McGregor accent. Um, yeah, and they're like, yeah, the line was like four hours. Just cracking. Yeah, we were trying first, to get a piece opened, of that American yeah, pie. It was just nuts. Um, that golden arch. I watched that uh that complex little short. Oh yeah, yeah. Doc on Bobby Hundreds from the Hundreds. That's your boss, man. That's my boss, right? That's, <laughs> That's your manager. Um, yeah, it was kind of cool to see that. The just all like the little story of the hundreds and him and his role in it. So, the so hundreds. was he the? Because one was a lawyer, one or they were both lawyers, right? I think they were both lawyers. And one, that's one's art and one's business, kind of. Yeah, that's how they met in law they, school, right? I think so. Yeah, that's like Ben and then Bobby, and then Ben is the business dude. So Bobby was like the artist dude who would like draw and like collab and was all about the community and the scene and fucking skateboarding and hip hop and art and da 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 da. And then Ben was the dude who's like, yo, I could sell the teas. Mm-hmm. So like, let's design this shit. But it's really cool to hear how that shit started, especially like writing for the hundreds and like going down there to see Franklin, our buddy Mike Franklin, who was, was here. Crazy yeah. warehouse. And the warehouse is just nuts and the mini ramp and all the art. They legit have all the art, like a lot of the original art 
they have hanging up and just crazy murals and fucking two million dollar chains laying around and it's fucking crazy dude <laughs> like they're like ben and bobby and pat's office pat's like the like art director or some shit and they just have these giant offices with fucking floor to ceiling like shelves where like i think ben's office is just all fucking shoes it's literally just all sneakers yeah. and it's like floor to ceiling like limited do- jordan boxes and nikes, and, nikes and, and, shit. and shit and then like pat's is like all something uh, maybe his was, i don't know if pat's probably like all art and books and then bobby's is just like all like figurines it's just all shit. money it's just it's like just... stacked to the ceiling <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, yeah dude i went in there that one time that was like years ago before i was even working with you but fucking uh Oh, it's because this thing constantly sinks, probably. That goddamn siren? But yeah, they had like a box of raw papers that was like the treasure chest. It was like the size of our coffee table. They were just (laughs) knocked on its side, just pouring out. But yeah, it's crazy what they built over there. And then it's all based on art and whatever, community shit, collaborations, Tapatio, just cool shit. That's what they're, they're the dopest collabs. Mm Mm-hmm. And what's dope is, I don't know if they mentioned this and that, but I, I watched some shit about them a while ago, and they're saying, like, their first big, like, time, like, really making money, like, a fucking substantial amount of money was when Jay-Z wore their shirt, and they said they did, like, 100 grand overnight in sales or something online, yeah. like, just crazy, and they just took that 100 grand and used that to open their stores. That's what they, uh... Which is fucking sick, because we see people in here that get all these crazy paydays, and they just literally spend all of it within like a week yeah <laughs> yeah i heard it's fucking nuts franklin was saying that like ben didn't even buy a new car for yeah they just drove the yeah they were like shit. already fucking killing it yeah and, like he's just like refused to get a new car but um but no they're, they're like he talks bro. about that he <laughs> yeah. talks about like jay-z rocking his shit like yeah. there was like jay-z there's like a bunch of things in like one month the same like, thing crap. with diamond dude they got whiz like they got whiz and currency and like one other person all in the same that was like what really fucking like catapulted the fuck out of yeah. them was what that's what he was saying it's like iron maiden and all that shit but what are the uh, a super sick thing from that the little complex piece was something that you've touched upon i think we've talked about it on the podcast about um like what crooks and castles did but oh yeah that's such a good so yeah. like what these fools did was they just started they didn't know what the fuck they're doing and they just had like line sheets on paper that were just like horrible just like printed out not even stapled and they're like fuck what are we gonna do like we need to go to like some dope store so they went to fred siegel i think either the santa monica or melrose one i think the santa monica one and he walks in and they're like yo where's your manager at is your manager here because they didn't even know about buyers yet so he's just like where's your manager and the dude's like oh it's me and he's like yo what's up you guys got what's up with the hundreds you guys carry it and he's like what he's like what's that he's like you know what the fucking hundreds is Hundreds is killing it right now. Yeah. And he like throw he like slaps the fucking the uh, <laughs> the shit line sheet down or whatever. Probably not all this dramatic as yeah. I'm explaining it. But hey yo motherfucker. <laughs> he just comes in with a ski mask with yeah. a bomb on it. And uh, <laughs> You gonna carry my shit. <laughs> so he's just like, look, man, he's like, Alright, cool. Well, I'll fucking do consignment. He hands him like a couple hundred bucks. They don't even have the shit made. They use that couple hundred bucks, they go get the shirts printed, they bring it back, dude puts it on the shelves, they call all their homies and they're like, yo. Go down to the fucking Fred Siegel store in Samo and buy our shit. Yeah. So they fucking have all the homies go buy all this shit up and they fucking hit the dude up. They're like, yo, what's up, dude? What's good? How's that shit? Is any of that shit selling? And he's like, dude, it's actually all fucking gone, man. <laughs> and he's like, so he re-upped on it and then got him in there, not on consignment, but probably. And then 
fucking they started hitting up other stores and they're like what's the hundreds he's like yo ask your boy at fred siegel what the hundreds is so all these other boutiques would just call fred siegel so be like dude this shit's just fucking killing it right now yeah and then boom 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 and then probably years down the line yeah and it was and it, he was talking about the bomb being a logo and like nobody really gave a shit yeah until like one certain fucking you know one they ran and it was just like blew the fuck up yeah and the significance of the bomb never blowing up and it's always close to blowing up but never blows up oh i never i never yeah, it's like about sick that. like it's their shit's like sick and it's fucking deep and dudes are like there's a reason that they fucking yeah. blew the fuck up yeah. and they're still relevant and whether or not people like all the comments on the shit were like people are like yo i'm gonna fucking go buy a shirt right now that's just because they know they know yeah. the dope story exactly it. they yeah. know the story and they know what they're about and shit it's fucking sick dude and dudes just a g they yeah. sit down they fucking they're both like, just fucking yeah. g's yeah but um that was pretty inspiring and they're both. doing like a bunch of other projects now too do they talk about any of those or not really probably i'm pretty fucking high and that was, man, that <laughs> yeah, was high when i watched it so yeah <laughs> they have other like, brands too that they showcase on that show or no yeah th- this is it's like a series oh that's sick. i didn't watch any other of them it's just one dude and you could tell he's like does his thing like yeah they like have it in bobby's office and they like light it all dope and they're sitting across from each other it's like pretty sick it's pretty sick man yeah check that out um pretty well done and then uh fucking started reading a new book called uh the power of myth by joseph campbell and it's all about like mythology and like the importance of mythology in like life basically yeah. and culture and everything and like why it's important which i'm fucking too high and too stupid to regurgitate any of this shit <laughs> to you guys right now but um super interesting because it's a conversation it, the the whole book is a conversation between these two dudes so it's like two people talking. it's just two people going back and forth mm-hmm. and it's like a six hour conversation it's like in text bubbles and shit dude it's like <laughs> it's like bill moyers and uh joseph campbell and it's just like moyers campbell and it's just dude it's like a fucking podcast it's That's like up. doobie talk with phds <laughs> yeah. on acid it's like these dudes yeah, are so crazy. fucking smart yeah, and i'm just like, like oh my god on? but it's like pretty sick to to yeah. like follow along and listen but it's like fuck how you know when you're like watching some shit or you're reading some shit and you're just like i'm so fucking stupid yeah it's the weird feeling of like feeling stupid but feeling smarter when you for... like see people that are just like on another fucking level yeah. of like smartness or whatever that word is yeah, then you feel sure. smarter for being for listening but you feel stupid at the same time <laughs> yeah but yeah i don't know if you guys have ever come across that book if you haven't if you heard of it or it's really interesting it's fucking sick um i would recommend it bam we're back are we vaping right See, we get this up to my nice 200 degrees here. Four, you mean 405 I mean degrees Celsius? Yeah. <laughs> 400. What else is good? Aaron's been consulting for uh Yeah, your this, boy got a real job. This your boy uh, got a corporate right. job. So, yeah, like kind of a family friend. They, like, own this huge apparel company, and basically they have, like, multiple brands underneath it, and... They do like crazy numbers and it's primarily like a wholesale um, company. So basically what they're trying to do is shift over to online. So like probably 90 or 95% of their sales is literally wholesale. And so basically they don't have a 
social media presence or a website. I mean, they have a website, but they don't really, that's not their focus and that's not their strategy. So basically I've been going in there like once a week, twice a week and just helping them just kind of coming up with a strategy to get all their stuff online and start selling it and moving all their products. They have like a ton of, uh, like their business model is like completely different than ours. Like they have all the inventory there ready to ship. So they just have like hundreds of thousands of units everywhere. And it's like, okay, now we need to start selling it, you know? So it's been interesting, but it's like my real first job. Like, I guess you could say I'm actually in the, in the cut, in the corporate office. Yeah. It's like your real real corporate job of like in this world of things since working at the skate park and JC Penney's and shit. Yeah. My resume before that was, uh, lackluster <laughs> but yeah no so it's been cool i've been doing it for like two weeks i have a three-month contract with them and then maybe i'll continue to keep helping them or maybe they'll be good i don't know but in the meantime i'm just kind of you know getting the amazon cracking and switching them over to shopify and getting them on bamboo just really bringing them bringing them current mm-hmm. bringing them up to date really is what i'm doing because mm-hmm. they've been around for a long time and they're all older people that run the company and they're all kind of stuck in the old ways of running things and like they didn't even know what shopify was really or bam boom yeah. was or in, you know what i mean they're very naive to like all the new type of stuff so i'm just uh they're bringing 2017 along with me <laughs> that's been cool that's my uh, my consulting gigs i've been doing that and then just coming here right after and fucking grinding away baby grinding away is there a foreseeable break in your life (laughs) not for three months not for three months (laughs) dude it's been crazy it's never been this crazy the last like two weeks at least have just been fucking insane it's just been every single day i wake up i work all fucking day till like two in the morning go to bed wake up like same thing for like literally a month and a half straight. I haven't taken one day. Like, pretty so much since pretty we, crazy. yeah, pretty much since Fourth like of sick. July was probably your Sacramento. Or, or it was like sick. You can like Fourth like of July. Like as soon as I got back from that, it's like all right, time to go. <laughs> oh my god! Then you just doubled it up on yourself. And just like piling all this shit, and then we're like switching one of our businesses over right now, and then I got this new consulting thing going on, and then we got this fucking blah blah blah. There's just like a, a lot of shit going on right now, so not no no foreseeable break for me in the near future, but that's. I do it to myself, so I can't complain. I kind of, that's, I like it. I like it, but I, you know what I mean? I, I like always just like being busy and shit, but it's getting to the point now where it's like kind of getting overwhelming. So I'm trying to find that balance, but yeah. it's tough when there's only 24 well, hours in the day. I mean, fuck it. Grind for these three months and then take like a solid time for yourself. Yeah, that's what I was thinking Tim today. Ferris I'm like, I need shit. to book a goddamn vacation for real. Just like, even if it's a week or a couple of days or whatever. Just book it for as soon as this contract's up. Yeah, I should, yeah. So you're like, cool. Like, if any, yeah, and then, then I'm like, sorry, be back in a week. Here's some shit. Be back in a couple of weeks. Grandpa's going on vacation. You got to. I know. That's what uh, <laughs> one of our buddies is doing right now. Our buddy just like got married. Dude, these are insane. Salty chocolate. Our buddy uh, just got married a few months ago, and then uh, he quit his job. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. But um, <laughs> no, he's the shit, and uh, he's been just like crushing it and trying to. He had a good job, and he was doing his thing. He was doing like copywriting and advertising for uh, like wonderful pistachios and Fiji water and all I that shit. That. And 
he just ended up like he was doing a lot of shit and they just was like whatever so he left and now he's just trying to fucking tim ferris it dude he's like taking archery lessons and going rock climbing and just trying to do a bunch of shit with his life to try to avoid like a regular nine to five yeah yeah i can only imagine he's doing that for a while yeah i mean his job seemed pretty cool though yeah it was also like an an advertising agency and especially the last like five years when it was like booming blowing up in that like marina del rey venice area he was up at like shiat and um very like crazy sick work like it's like dope environments are insane like basketball court in the office full court basketball court nba glass backboards scoreboards zen gardens fucking people's shit in the dude that's what i keep seeing or i've seen it like twice three times maybe but i keep seeing companies put zen rooms in their office so it's like basically a room it's like half the size and it's just like bean bags a waterfall fucking dim lighting and like a fucking cow or whatever it's just like a dude. place where you go and like collect your thoughts and relax and chill and take a break and get away and listen to the waterfall and it's some, yoga and whatever it's pretty smart though if you think about it dude it's some real shit like especially doing really doing yoga like the past like year like i've been whatever, whatever like fucking around with the last couple years the last year like really incorporating it into my life like it's fucking a huge difference like not yeah. even just yoga like finding a time to just like fucking sit there and chill and just breathe and just like get into a little like zen st- even if you're thinking about your bullshit or whatever as long as you kind of like feel comfortable and feel zen and kind of just feel like you're just in a daydream state and just chilling and relaxing for like fucking five minutes yeah three minutes dude and just come out of that shit and it's like the same thing like people go smoke a cigarette to get away and chill it's it's like there's so many things that obviously cigarettes like fucking serious addiction but like there's also the habit of like taking the deep breaths the habit of stepping out and just getting away and just chilling and like being with yourself or being with your phone or getting a little bit of sunlight or just whatever you know feeling the breeze outside yeah for real like just doing that just little things it's just huge to incorporate um, yeah, for sure. I don't know if you guys out there meditate or do yoga. Not even like you don't have to call it meditation, you know, it's just like daydreaming and chilling yeah. and collect your thoughts. Just relaxing and fucking chilling. Chilling. I've been starting to try to like write in the morning. I'm going to start trying to do it. I've done it like twice in the past week, but Jen does it a bunch and like a lot of people, a lot of people we listen to, you know what I mean? Like a lot of comedians or kevion or a lot of these people they just like wake up and just write first thing in the morning and just get all the fucking shit out of your subconscious brain like before your ego kicks in and see if i did that i'll just out. write all this shit i need to do <laughs> i just be like oh fuck that's an idea oh As let's do that out, oh yeah. update that oh fix that oh <laughs> just be like, god damn it i have more shit to do because <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's going through your brain <laughs> oh my god i like can't even help it it's like something wrong with me or something it's just like is it like an ad- no matter how many things i have going on i just see more it's always yeah. more and more and more like all right let's start this like cool let's do this more design this and it's just like we're fucking i have 20 things going on like what am i doing am I like doing? i always have to like catch myself you know yeah because it, like, it could be even worse than this right dude, now yeah it could because that's always well that's like what got you like turned into the headache for diverse before yeah it was because you're like oh shit we could do cut and sew oh shit we could do, like <laughs> yeah. it's fun for you to find yeah. a new 
to find the plug for the cut and sew or to find the the you know the manufacturer for this or that or whatever mm-hmm. or the custom spot in china or yep, the sock, the the sock connect or whatever <laughs> the plug is you know so yep. it's like as soon as you figure that plug you're like yo let's fucking Da, 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 but then it just creates more of a headache because yep. it's like, okay, what's the specialty? Like, cut and sew is the worst. Oh That's like the God. biggest mistake ever offering cut and sew of all yeah. time. <laughs> For people that know what cut and sew is, it's when you get like your clothes custom tailored and custom made. So typically most brands just get stuff screen printed and embroidered and just whatever. It's nothing crazy. But then you have the fucking CEO, Mr. CEO, who wants to make his fucking first line. And he wants it to all be cut and sew. He doesn't know what the fuck cut and sew even is. He just knows that it sounds cool and he wants to do mm-hmm. it. So he wants fucking flannel with zippers on the side, with leather pockets, mm-hmm. with embroidery here, with gold foil print on the hood, yeah. with woven label here, woven label here, inside print, like blah, 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 blah. Like all this crazy shit, but they don't have a tech pack or know what a tech pack is. And they want 12. And they want 12 and they want it perfect and when you don't when the fucking zipper is one inch higher than it was supposed to be or the the brown pocket came out blue or whatever the fucking uh issue was with production it's just oh my god it's such a headache like literally we had times where people would give us projects and we're like cool like send us a um you know send us like what you need or whatever Mm -hmm. they send everything over i'm like cool do you have a tech pack like what's that a tech pack is what tell, tells me the dimensions and measurements of your fucking clothes. Like, that's what you send when you do cut and sew. Like, very good. And they're just like, oh, no, I don't have it. Like, just go for it. Like, just ballpark it, whatever. Like, all right, cool. It's like 100 cut and yeah. sew shirts. Oh, my God. And, like, they all came out perfect. Like, they literally came out flawless. And he gets them, and they're like, these don't fit right. The mediums fit like smalls, and the largest fit like mediums, and... Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, cool, that's why you fucking supposed to send me a tech pack. So I don't know how it's supposed to fucking fit. We do a standard sizing here, bro. Like, we're not doing some elongated shit. Like, you sent yeah. me what you wanted and I created it. But it was just always something like that to where it's yeah. like they don't give you all the details and then you run it how they tell you to run it and then they freak out when it's not exactly, but they didn't give you the direct. There's just so much more that can go wrong. So it's just there's so many variables with cut and sew and it's just, it's expensive too. It's like if you fuck up cut and sew like that, that's no joke. Like, yeah. We had disasters the first or like the first year of diverse when we when we partnered with our other buddy like so before it was just me and my homie Corey and we had this diverse or whatever and then our other buddy Zach was doing shit too so we're like why don't we all partner up cool so we all come up with a new business plan we get a new warehouse we fucking file our corporate like just revamp re- relaunch everything really so our first official year in business was the year where we lost so much fucking money dude like i don't even know how much money we lost but this was like also getting scams no like people ordering fucking three thousand three thousand t's so we got scammed that year first year in business has diverse we got scammed okay i got scammed first we got scammed our fucking salesperson literally took an order for like 8k it was all blank t-shirts all smalls or mediums eight thousand shirts we're like fuck yeah like dope we're gonna make like fucking 10 grand off this order and we'll have to ship them blank shirts like this is dope <laughs> just so like, stupid this is too, like, well, this is this too, is too be true. like what are we thinking and then so fast forward homie's calling our sales guy like hey i need you to ship it to uh ohio 
did you ship it to Kentucky? Every like every day he's like changing the address and where he wants it shipped to and blah blah blah. So our sales guy like doesn't tell us anything and then so fucking literally he ships out the shirt after the dude told him to switch the address like fourteen times, ships it out to some random address. So basically the scam here is a chargeback. So basically what happened was this dude had stolen credit card information. He bought all this shit off of us with that stolen credit card. And then he had it shipped to his address or to a dummy address or whatever. So he gets all the goods, and then whoever's credit card that was, they figure out that somebody charged up eight racks and do a chargeback. So basically, we spent like 10 grand or something on the blanks. So that's down the drain. We spent another two grand to ship it. That's down the drain. And then we got a chargeback for fucking eight grand. So there's 20 grand down the drain or whatever it was. Literally, like, boom, like that. Nothing we can do about it. Can't prove anything because it's all fake credit cards and fake names and different addresses and blah, blah, blah. Cool. Nice. Luckily, we had money saved up. There goes all the savings. Boom. Down the drain. Next. Doing a fucking uh, deal in China or Pakistan or something like that. I'm going back and forth in this email thread like 50 times or something. I've ordered from these people multiple times before. I'm putting an order. It's like $3,500. It's like some cut and sew like hoodies or something for high rise. And so they're like, yeah, uh, send the payment to this wire transfer address or whatever. And I'm like, they're like, we updated it. It's a new one or something. So I don't think anything of this. I've ordered from them five times. Everything's cool. Like, no problem. Cool. Boom. Send it fucking whatever. Western Union. Rule number one, never fucking use Western Union. Anyways, send it Western Union. $3,500. Boom. Literally like a week and a half goes by. Two weeks almost. And I like don't hear shit from them. So I hit them up and I'm like, yo, what's up? Like, how's production? Is my shit almost ready? Like, how's it going? And they're like, you never paid. Like, you never paid for production. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yes, I did. They're like, no, you didn't. And so like, I go back and I'm like, yeah, fuck it, 3,500 right here. And I'm going back in the email thread and I see one fucking letter. And so basically the trick was like, when you're in Gmail, um, what's it called on Mac? The little thing on the bottom of the app? Yeah, Just icon. the email or whatever? yeah. yeah. So basically, when someone emails you, it shows their username, which can be the Hi-Rise Co. or Apple or Derek or whatever. But then when you click that, is their actual email, right? Yeah. So this company was Sikander Corporation, right? So I'm going back with Sikander Corporation, Sikander Corporation, Sikander Corporation. I click the thing just to see what the email is. It's the same exact email, but one letter was changed. So literally, the, somebody got into their email, or it was an inside job. I have no idea yeah. to this day. But basically, somebody hacked into our thread and fucking started emailing with the wrong letter. And it was coming up on my thread as Sikander Corporation. And it was the same exact uh, footer. It was the same signature. It was the same everything. Everything. And then so, boom. 3500 I had to pay another 3500 There's $7,000 on the drain. Boom. Cool. Jesus then, Christ. fucking one fine morning, our Shopify account's just going ham. We're getting, like, all these orders. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Did fucking Snoop Dogg wear our shit today? Like, what's happening? Like, one after another, like, 50 bucks, 75 bucks, 200 bucks, 50 bucks, 40 bucks. We're up to, like, fucking 1,500. Usually, we don't do anything near that. Like, we're at, like, 1,500 to, like, 12 o'clock or something. I'm like, what the nice? fuck? Yeah, this is, like, that same year. We're like, what the fuck? I look and I just see all these orders in like fucking Pakistan, fucking Ukraine, just like random, like weird fucking addresses and shit. And so I'm like, what the hell is going on? 
I don't even know how I tracked it down, but somehow I fucking found the forum. So basically, there's a credit card hacking website. There's a forum. And people put websites in that forum that are easy to hack or easy to do chargebacks or whatever. Guess who fucking had a post in that thread or in that forum? People like, oh, the everybody go fuck this dude. Everybody go to the High Rise Co. and fucking buy their shit and charge it back. So I had like fucking 50 orders that were all chargebacks. Luckily, I caught it. I fucking called my stepdad, who's fucking like super high up, Captain whatever. Puts me in touch with the CIA real quick. Because <laughs> I'm like, yo, there's this website like fucking stealing people's credit cards and shit. Like they just scam me for all this money. Like what fuck the these dudes. Like fuck? I was pissed, you know? So I fucking called my boy at the CIA. I'm, oh, like, what's, C- I'm like, what's good? I'm like, I'm like, let's get these fuckers. I didn't say all that. But I was just like, yo, dude, like. That's what he said. There's this website. I know. He's like, let's get these Like, whatever. I don't even know what happened with that. If you ever looked into it, I don't even know. But, and then, dude, I could could literally talk about getting That was like a few months. It was one more. I gotta gotta talk about one more. One more. Same year. So, what? That's fucking like however much down the drain already. Same year. We get this big cut and sew project. And it's like literally our first cut and sew order as diverse. Like, literally, like a $35,000 order. Like, a huge order for us. Like, we're like, fuck yeah. Like, we we're supposed to make like twelve thousand profit on that order. We go from <laughs> supposedly to make twelve thousand profit to owing fucking like eight hundred bucks or something. Like, and we got lucky, dude. Like, we're lucky that dude didn't sue us because we were idiots and we were like, "Cool, cut and sew. This is easy." Da-da-da. Like, we're just super naive at this point. Like, so we outsource all this shit to Pakistan. <laughs> We literally outsourced all this shit to my boy Salman in Pakistan. And this dude could not have fucked our order up any goddamn more if he tried. It was almost like he was trying to fuck our shit up. Like, What was the garment? Dude, so there were so many problems with this order. Literally, like, first of all, homie opened one box and all this shit was, like, wet and had, like, mud, like, dirt on it. And it was, like, all, like, damp and shit. Then the next box, he's, like, putting it on. It starts to give him a rash. Then he fucking gets, like, these jerseys and they're, like, like literally i'm not even kidding dude it could not have gone any worse like everything you can imagine going wrong like went wrong and like we're retarded because we just fucking sent it to pakistan oh like this God. dude made like sweats for us one time and they came out good so we're like oh this dude's the plug like we're just stupid at this point so we're like here take all this work and so he's doing it all and then he's just sending it straight to the customer we're just drop shipping it so we're just like here you know what i mean like you he handle didn't it like even get the sample didn't even nothing dude so like this dude's just getting shipments, and he's just like, what the fuck is this? Are you guys fucking stupid? Like, I'm going to drive down there and shoot you, like, threatening us. Like, Zach's on the phone in the parking lot, like, just trying to fucking wheel him and deal him and shit. And, like, oh Zach was God. able to fucking defuse the situation somehow because literally that we were about to fucking – that dude was, like, about to kill us. Like, he's like, I'm getting rashes. Like, all my shit's wrong. Like, he's about, like luckily he didn't do a chargeback. He could have charged back 35K, and we would have been out of business, you know? So we got lucky that we were able to, like, kind of diffuse the situation a little bit. And, like, I think maybe, like, 200 of the pieces came out good. And, like, everything else was fucked up. And so this dude was just, like, pretty much just, like, fuck you, whatever. I'll take my shit. Like, and he just sold it all at discount or whatever and then, like, never heard from him again. And so that was another fucking big, like, it was just, like, one thing. And then... Dude, I could just fucking talk about this all day. Another crazy <laughs> thing was like our first year in business. This is all just good for like business shit though. Yeah, like, don't let this shit happen. This is all yeah, this is all shit not to do for sure. Like for sure think about it a little more and don't be as stupid as I was. 
like the same time frame we're getting all this money in like we got to the fucking 35 g's in and then we got another like 20 g's another 15 like this one week we just closed like fucking all these big ass deals so guess what happens fucking of course so if we do bad cool then we do good cool like can't win at this point yeah. like we're killing it but we're not because okay cool we're processing all this money they call us oh you can't yeah. process this much money this is too much money blah 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 ton of that we're fucking processing too much money lock all the money freeze all the money cool I remember that remember that when yeah. we were stressing like me and zach were fucking stressing like trying to figure it out your merchant was like oh you can't have more than f- be charging more than five thousand dollars like how the fuck am i supposed to grow my business if i can't charge more than five thousand dollars <laughs> yeah. my fucking it account? is the most absurd thing They're like well you have to wait and try to increase it at the end of the month i'm like i can't wait till the end of the month like people paid they want their shit like what the fuck do you think this is some like backward ass shit but it was fucking crazy and then so they're like literally freeze all of our fucking money so we can't buy any product or do anything for like a fucking week i forget how we got out of that one we had to fucking do some loophole shit we had to literally refund all that money that we just made yeah later we had to refund all of it luckily we were able to get them to repay it then that makes us look so sketchy because cool here's my 20k here's my 15k here's my 30k here's my 5k oh actually like um I'm going to refund you and I'm actually going to process you through a different, actually something else. Um, okay, thank you. It's just like, what are you doing? Like, is this a business or what are you guys doing? Yeah. Is this a scam? Like, dude, so it was just a fucking nightmare. That was all in like a six month period. Just like, boom, 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 boom. Like just one thing after a fucking another, dude. And then so that following year, I was like, I'm not fucking getting scammed this year. I don't give a fuck. And I got scammed like twice. But it was like minimal. It was like a couple yeah. hundred bucks. Yeah. It wasn't like any big hits. More of the story. Be careful. Don't get cut so. <laughs> yeah, I know. That all stems from fucking cut so. No, but it's real shit, dude. Like, that was a fucking... I remember. No, but dude, if you're processing payments, like, be sure you know what chargebacks are and how to handle them and be prepared for them because you could finish a job or deliver goods or deliver service and four months down the line, somebody could hit you with a chargeback and nine times out of ten, they're going to win. That's just yeah. the fucked up reality. It's like that eBay shit. Nobody really knows this either. Like, not a lot of people even know what chargebacks are. People think, like, oh, like, that's why I don't give a fuck. Steal my credit card. Good luck, dude. I'll have Chase re- reverse that shit in four seconds. Yeah. Like, I'm not scared of that shit at all, honestly. Because it's yeah. just, like, I already know. I could call them and be like, yo, that wasn't fucking me. And then they fuck, cool, here's your money back instantly. Yeah. Like, I've already, I've been scammed, like, five times. I had people buying shit at Home Depot, like. Yeah, gas stations is the gas one. Gas I got always, 90 bucks at a gas station always before. Always 90. Like, yep. So I'm just like, cool, like, I don't know. This that shit's crazy, you know? But if you're fucking... So the, there's a six-month window. So they could do a chargeback up until six months. So they could literally wait five and a half months and then be like, well, actually, my hat, I didn't like the hats that you made me. Like, sorry, dude. And at this point, I'm like, after two weeks, I'm like, everything's cool. Like, yeah. no, you know what I mean? But you don't know. And then maybe you didn't save proof of that or you didn't save photos or whatever. And then... Five months they hit you with that, and you have no evidence, yeah. and then you're you're out twelve hundred bucks just like that. Like, dude, it's fucking crazy. People out there doing shit, all and that's literally people's day. jobs. Like, is to fucking do chargeback scams and credit card scams, and like, like I know all these fucking scams now, inside and out, because it happened to myself. Yeah, I got scammed through PayPal on some weird shit twice. I know two loopholes on PayPal right now that you could fucking scam anyone and make hella money if you're fucking sketchy. Like, there's loopholes, dude. It's crazy. Just and that's the experience you get. Just fucking, you want to be a business owner? Prepare to get scammed. <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. Just get fucking ready. You're like a quarterback that's gonna get sacked. It's gonna fucking happen. Yeah. 
Dude, for real, it's it's most likely gonna happen at least once. So, so fucking just be careful out there. So people do be, be scamming. Tell your story of your brand. Yep. Don't get fucking scammed. Yep. Don't let don't let these people scam you, baby. Do have your homies buy your shit on consignment. Dude, that's fucking genius. Because I heard the same thing with the Kirkton Castle is like, all their fucking homies are just fucking slanging drugs. They have all this money and they can just go and buy up all the shit and just go into the store and buy the Kirkton Castle shit. And then cool, now it's supply and demand and you're just creating supply and demand and then you just get these big POs from fucking zoomies. Like, it's pretty crazy. Smart fucking business. Yeah. That's all it is. I feel like people aren't doing that shit nowadays because it's all like, it's just a whole other. There was no Instagram back then, you know? Like, yeah. now there's no, like, physical interaction, really. I mean, I'm sure there is, but it's nowhere near what it was. Like, before you're knocking on doors and shit, you know? Yep. Now you're DMing people. Yeah. You know? It's kind of crazy. Yeah, you know you have to fucking leave the office. But, uh, yeah, so. So, yeah. Lots of shit. So, this is called the, the, uh, smoke the fucking CFX vape pen and don't get scammed episode of. <laughs> the Doobie Talk podcast. Scammers out there, they're watching. Trust me, they're watching you. They know. They know. They're lurking. They're looking for you. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Fuck hide your passwords. Hide your passwords. <laughs> Fuck with Chase Bank. They'll reverse that shit for you real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's dumb. Yeah. I literally get a text message. It's just like, did you make this purchase? Yes or no? One or two? Even if I'm not sure, I'm like, no. <laughs> no, for sure. And they just like call me later, and I'm like, oh, sorry, that was me. <laughs> You're like, hey, was that Becky? No, I actually got a little, uh, somebody's like trying to fuck with my like shipping information or something on iTunes or Apple ID or some shit. And I'm like, what? Really? What the fuck? And I'm like trying to fuck with it and sign on, and they're like, you need to fucking do all these answer all these questions i answer all of them and they're like this password doesn't work and they send me a verified password and it doesn't the work and and shit. Like, fucking can't even get into it so i'm like hopefully just go down this rabbit hole of forgot password to yeah, no i was like had them all right and they're just like fucking with me and i'm just like dude fine hack my shit i don't care i'm already fucking smoking weed and talking shit on the internet like <laughs> yeah. i'm already hacking myself what the yeah. fuck are you gonna do <laughs> Just don't hack my shit though weeks in I know watch us both get hacked this is it like fucking these fucking shit. assholes think they're all smart think they know all the scams like <laughs> watch this one Wanna there's some like fucking one, hacker watching us that's just gonna fuck our day up please don't scam me I've lost enough money in the past thank you <laughs> no more scams the scammer dance we need to put that on the wall no more scams that should be our company motto just don't get scammed <laughs> Dude, meanwhile, everybody thinks we're scamming them. I know. It's like, no, we're just legitimately trying to fucking run your production and get your order out yeah. on time. Like, dude. We're the, legitimately busy here. How many, fuck, we have, like, how many different people shipping in the warehouse right now, and it's not even just high-rise, it's, like, all the different dude. companies. I know. Built fucking racks to the ceiling and still no room. <laughs> oh, that was crazy. That was last week. I fucking come, like, go out there to get food. I come back at the office. I go back out there, like, two hours later, and there's, like, six fucking giant racks just <laughs> rafters now I'm like alright we're building to the ceiling now but, and in all that I couldn't find the Fredo papers <laughs> the Fredo Fredo section the fucking Savage Squad papers Savage Squad alright guys uh, well that was an interesting uh, DB talk hope you guys learned a lot fucking 
hopefully I'll save you guys some headaches down the yeah, line. <laughs> Maybe that'll help this one like person down the line. Yeah. It's like instead of like crazy story time with Joey Diaz, it's like getting scammed with like, High Rise <laughs> <Yeah>. Aaron. <laughs> I can tell you all about that. Um, all right, guys. Uh, fuck if you want to make a living on PayPal, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right. Click the link in there. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do On the Rise with PayPal Scams. <laughs> so funny. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Boundless, for Shout sending out us Boundless. this. Shout out Boundless. I think it's fucking dope. This is John. I don't even think we know how to use it fully because they said we could attach it to a bong or something. So what we'll the fuck with that on the next episode? Yeah. You might see this on the but story or the fucking. We're keeping it discreet here with the vape. Getting that healthy alternative. Tell. But yeah. Shout out Boundless Technology. Check them out. Instagram, website, Boundless Vapes. Go to the High Rise Co. Use that discount code Doobie Talk. Save yourself thirty percent. Thirty big ones. And then um, follow us everywhere. Follow. Us, go to iTunes if you're, if you're not listening to us on iTunes. Fuck with us on iTunes. Leave us a review. We appreciate it. Leave us a review. Send us the proof, and we'll send you a hat. He e- said it. Email it to us. He said it. Trying to get these reviews out. We try and climb the charts over here, Woo! baby. Let's go. And then. Uh, <laughs> Instagram, High Rise Aaron, Derek Vergara, Doobie Talk Podcast. Thank you guys. Subscribe, comment, like, share, share, tell your fucking thumbs up. Tell your friends while you're smoking weed. <laughs> tell your <laughs> tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell your doctor. Tell your dog. And fucking tell your dog to follow Cheech at Baby Boy Cheech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and at Indica. What is it? Oh, she's got one now Indica too? eating things. Indica eating things. Mackenzie started a new segment called Indica eating things. Oh, that's a good one. And it's just she just feeds her like carrots and chips and just and she just eats it all funny and shit. And, just and then she'll just eat stupid. through like a fucking tire in five seconds. <laughs> I know. So yeah, go follow my fucking dogs while you're at it. Follow <laughs> the dog, show us proof. No, it's just we said you put your hat. We said you puppy hat. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening to us ramble about nonsense, and we'll be back next week with some more brain busters for ya. Peace! Catch you later. <laughs> Check you later. Still no outro. <laughs> if you guys think of a good outro, let us know. Comment below. Put it below. Maybe we'll use it. Maybe we won't. We'll see. Later. Bye. <laughs>